0: What is up? Welcome back to the Wild Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Queen Namaste, and if it's your first time, whoop whoop, welcome to the place where we talk about everything and interview all the cool people that are making a difference in today's world. And I just wanted to say hi from Bali. I have been here for a week now, and whoa... It's hot (laughs) and there's sweat everywhere but it is so fun and I am here for a yoga teacher training and let me just say it's freaking lit magic sauce. I can't even describe it. Sometimes I can't even put it into words because literally, well today we had a silent lunch so we couldn't put it into words. Um, Yeah, it's just been amazing going to the beach waking up and meditating, doing yoga with Ian Finn. If you guys don't know who Ian Finn is, look him up, see where he is in the world, take one of his classes. They are next level and it's just about community and connection and I am just fired up and not only am I fired up for being in Bali but I'm fired up for today's episode because Kate is great. Kate Marshall is on the podcast today and for those of you who don't know who she is, you should. Kate is the previous owner of Oxygen Yaletown Yoga and Fitness Studio, boss babe already. She traded in being a owner of a yoga studio to co-found a new health and fitness product line called Aura Nutrition and it's made for women by women right in Vancouver, British Columbia. So whoop whoop, local company, support local. Kate will tell you all about this new product line and I'm so stoked for her. She's doing amazing things. We also talk about life in general, and how to take care of yourself while being an entrepreneur and having a million different faces and a million different hats that you have to wear every day by working for yourself. Stick around near the end of the episode because we also dive deep into human design, and if you guys don't know what it is, you're going to be stoked. So let's get into this episode. Yay, so thanks for coming and being on the Wild Soul Podcast. Having me, yeah, you're definitely um, a wild soul when I think of one. And I don't know if you listened to the episode with Ashley, but she talked about you on it.
1: Yeah, what an age! It's her thirtieth birthday today. I
0: know.
1: So are you
0: you hanging out with her later?
1: uh, No, she's actually in Toronto. Oh no. Her fiance surprised her with a trip to go see one of her besties out there. So she took off for the weekends. um, But we're going on her. Or, well, I'm attending her Aquamudra um, yoga retreat in like it's two weeks today so I was like you know what we'll just celebrate our birthdays together in Cabo and like just hang then so yeah
0: so fun oh yeah happy belated to you
1: thank you thank you
0: all you Aries and Aries,
1: us around I swear
0: <laughs> it's so good though I love the energy I love it. Yeah. You guys are fire signs, and I'm an air sign. We get along, so we're cool. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah, okay. Well, then let's just, yeah, we'll do the elevator pitch. Like, for those uh, people who have no idea who Kate Marshall is, who's Kate
1: Marshall? Oh, God. Elevator pitch. Okay. Um, well, my name is Kate Marshall, and I um, grew up part city part island um so half in vancouver half on galliano island which is like a teeny little island um in between vancouver and victoria so um i have like a really like a crazy like business side of me but then i also have this like wild hippie like total duality so it depends what day you get me on but i can be like one of the other Um, But I'm surprised I'm not a Gemini, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I live in Vancouver currently. um, The last, like, I guess, eight years have just been wild. Like, I think I've opened and run, like, maybe six businesses, not all mine, some on behalf of other people, but I'm kind of, I live in that kind of, like, startup realm. Um, I mean, we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, I teach yoga, I teach fitness. Um, I have a full-time career. So my current title is athletic director at Hollyburn country club in West man. So that's like my full, full time. Um, and then uh, recently I just launched a women's health and nutrition brand. Um, so we're an entire, uh, holistic wellness line. Um, and our brand is called aura nutrition. So we can talk about that a little bit too. Um, and yeah, yeah, just Living life, navigating this beautiful path that we're all walking. And um, yeah, I mean, this year is, I just, I'm feeling like a massive year. And I mean, I know it's March 31st day, but just because I just had my birthday two days ago and it's the beginning of like the astrological new year, I always have had this affinity that it's like, this is my new year in a way mm-hmm. versus it being like Jan 1st. So, um, Yeah. So I'm just, I'm like really like on freaking cloud nine right now. I'm just like, everything is just like magic and opportunity. And yeah. So, I mean, we can get into any of those little things in more detail, but I guess that's kind of me. And then, um, like in my spare time, like I just, I love like walking out. I love hanging out. I love my friends and my family. And I'm like, couldn't have, couldn't be living in like a more beautiful part of the world. Just like like the seawall the ocean the beautiful blue sky the greenery like oh this city is just like like melts my heart
0: so good when the sun is shining like it's paradise
1: (laughs) yeah today I'm like okay this is wildly beautiful and everyone's just outside like beaming and the energy is just amazing so yeah yeah it's good
0: (laughs) yeah okay because yeah, I don't know how long I've known you, a couple of years at least, because I no, I remember you, meeting you when I was doing my teacher training back in 2015. Yes. Um, yeah, you came into a class at Port Moody, and then I heard that you were going to open up a studio at Yale and I'm like, oh, she's so pretty, she's so fit,
1: oh. <laughs> she's going be awesome. She's <laughs> such an angel, yeah, that was like that was a crazy time. Like I just, cause I lived in Port Moody and I just rolled into that studio, like had no idea what oxygen was, or I literally had no idea. And then Brendan one day was just like, I, you'd be a great studio owner. And I'm like, Oh, what I, I don't know. And then that, and that honestly, like that conversation was the spark for me to be like, well, what is this studio and how could I be an owner? And what does that look like? And then I very quickly went down that path and very quickly, um, opened Town. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, was that your first business that you ever did? Like, yeah,
1: that was my, so that was my, my first business, like my own personal one where just me literally from the ground up. Um, and yeah, it was like, I'd opened a number of businesses prior, um, but for other people. And so at that point in time I was like, why am I like living the entrepreneur life without like the entrepreneur benefits? Like I'm not, I'm not building my own foundation. I'm not building my own legacy. I'm consistently successfully building legacies for other people. And like, not that that's a bad thing. Like at the end of the day, like I didn't have to invest any money and I was like, could make mistakes and then have it not be, I mean, actually, I don't know. I didn't really make too many mistakes, but you know what I mean? It's like without that, The financial stress was like the main differentiator between opening businesses for other people and then opening them for yourself. And so I honestly was just like, why can't I do this for me? Like, and then uh, one thing led to another. And like, I originally thought that I could keep my job. I was the operations manager of like four or five businesses at the time that I was opening my studio. Um, And I mean, that was a mistake. So I was like, I could probably still do this on the side and then like have my own business and then I could hustle this and I could do that. And like, it all looked really great on paper. But then when I got into it, it was like dark, like dark days of like, what did you do? What you, you like messed your life up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was, yeah, it was dark for quite a while, but then I obviously had to quit my jobs. And then I had to obviously focus on my business through and through. And then yeah. And then things got lighter as that went that went along. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's good. Because if they were all dark, that would have sucked.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, it was uh it was it was good. It was like amazing to just learn and like I was always just like I just went in with the mentality, like, you know, at the very least, if I can just open a studio that like my friends and family want to practice at and then like I just have like my own little yoga studio and that's all it ever amounts to be like I would be so happy with that and um it was like I just felt like that was a great mentality for like being in Yale town and being in Vancouver because a lot of people were like well what about the competition isn't there you know a yoga studio on every corner and I was just always like I don't know like that's not really my focus like other studios like I'm focused on me man like focused on building something that my friends and family want to come and practice at like a community, like no judgment, like none of this. You've got to wear my brand or you have to post about it. Like every time you walk out of the studio or whatever, it's just like come for you and like forget everything else. And, and until the day I sold my business, I was like, Oh, we can ask my team. Like it was just always like, you've got to treat every single individual. Like they're the only customer we have. Like. You just have to. And that's just, that's honestly always my philosophy. Always was my philosophy, always will be. Um, And one like great line that stuck with me. So I'm 31 today, and I probably was told this when I was 24 by this like amazing mentor in the food and beverage industry, but he said, in customer service, you always have to go in with the attitude yes is the answer. Now, what is the question? And like that simple line was always like, okay. So it's like, no matter what you're asked to do or the request is, like if you step into that with that mindset, like I'm going in, like I'm going to do whatever I can to make this experience beautiful. Yes is the answer. Shoot, what's the question? And then if you can't actually answer it, you're always like diverting because you're trying, you're already coming from that, like I'm going to solve this. I'm going to solve this. So then it's like, no, I can't do this, but yes, I can do that, and I just feel like that was, like, such a, such a good foundation to build that business off of, and, and I think that, I hope that if you were to ask any of our current members, or our, their current members, I still always refer to them as, like, our members, I still teach there, though, so, yeah, Uh, but yeah, I think, like, that's one thing, is people always told me, like, you just always like made us feel so special. Like we were the only ones in the room or whatever. I'm like, yeah, man, you're coming in, you're sweating, you're like crushing it. And you just gotta, yeah, you gotta show up for everyone and like give them the props they deserve. No one is insignificant. That's for sure.
0: That's true. We're, we're one drop alone, but together we are the ocean. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just want to like comment on what you said. Like everybody, Matters or whatever. I definitely felt that like working at your studio with the little time that I did that you made me feel like that too, and that you're a great boss to work for like one of the best. Um, thanks. I also
1: hate that word boss. Like, i okay. like,
0: oh. whatever, whatever you want to call it <laughs> friend,
1: <laughs> friends, like okay. energetic body, like whatever, anything but that word.
0: So. Okay. <laughs> So soul, soul sister. Soul sister. Yeah, I like that one. Okay. <laughs> so what was, how long did you own
1: the studio for? Two years, three years? It was like, by the time I sold it, I'd been like in it for like four years. So from signing my agreement to building, to opening, like we, I just sold after our three year anniversary um, of like actually being open. So yeah, so I kind of, like, owned and operated for basically four years.
0: Wow. Wow. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. You were, like, was-
1: 28 when you started that
0: then? I'm doing the math, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I was, like, yeah, 27 or so um, when, I, when we opened. And then, um, yeah, must have been around that time. I don't know, 26, 27. But, yeah, oh, my God, what a trip. And then, yeah, like, I guess. I, I it was crazy because like I ended up um, this wild opportunity—the one I just spoke about with my athletic director job—kind of got presented to me like a year and a half into the business, and it was just something that I was like, "Oh my god, this is like the coolest job opportunity like I've ever been offered. Like I need to explore this." And then, and I was like, "Okay, how am I gonna do this? Like, what is this gonna look like for me?" And then I was okay, I'll just interview. I'll I'll just see how it goes. And I went through, like, I think I went through six interviews for this position. And there was like, maybe, I think my boss told me there was like 38 or 39 applicants for the athletic director role. And, um, I ended up getting it. And so like the day they offered it to me, I was like, Oh my God. Like, I know I didn't have to say yes, but it was one of those things. I just felt like this is also going to be life changing. And the reason I'm also here is because it's because of oxygen. And so I just needed to kind of like follow that path. And it's definitely been like a beautiful path, like so beautiful and I'm so happy I did. But then I went into like Monday to Friday, like going in like, you know, to West Vancouver, like doing my whole, that whole role. And so I'd be like waking up at 4.45 every morning, going to oxygen, opening teaching then like going home showering heading there and then a lot of times I'd be back at oxygen in the evening and then I still taught Saturdays at oxygen and then I ran front desk Sunday nights so like after like 14 months of doing that it was like I can't even I was like a shell of a human which was like about a year and a half ago now so I realized like I had to make some serious changes in my life and um, again, everything was so amazing, but that's at the end of the day, why I had to make the decision with oxygen that it was time for, it was time for me to pass the studio on to someone else. Cause I felt like I wasn't able to take it to like that next level that I had really wanted to. Um, and I wasn't ready to like leave my job. So yeah. So then that was what, five months ago now that I sold it. So yeah, it's been pretty cool.
0: So your job that you have now, athletic director?
1: It's a private health club called um, Hollyburn Country Club in West Vancouver. So we're like an athletic sports club. And so we have, um, like, I run programs for tennis, badminton, squash, swimming, karate, curling, hockey. And hockey is like men's, women's, minor, figure skating, spin, Pilates, yoga. Like, I could probably keep going on. Wow. Like, it's pretty cool. So, I mean, getting the experience with like all of these different um, uh, departments and sports and exposure to high level athletes, high level professionals. Like, each of those departments has someone who is like the top tier of their sport, like in BC. So, like, our tennis director is like an insane tennis player. Like, he's so good. Our, karate sensei is, like, um, he has his black belt, like, six-done karate something. Like, he's just, like, an exceptional human. It's, like, each individual and their craft is, like, the coolest thing. So I kind of get to learn a little bit from everyone. Like, in my role, um, I'm, like, you know, the – what's that saying? Like, the jack of all trades, but, like, master of none. So I just have my hands in, like, a little bit of everything, just learning from everyone. So, um, I do really love it and it's, it's super cool to be amongst like just all the people that I get to work with every day.
0: Nice. Yeah. That seems really busy. (laughs) All those, (laughs) all those mentioned and then yeah, running a studio. I don't know how you did it for so long.
1: You and me both sister, you and me both.
0: (laughs) That's crazy. So was that like a bitter, obviously it must've been a bittersweet moment. Yeah. Super
1: bitter. Um, Yeah like it was, I knew it was time, but it was hard to, it was hard to give control over to other individuals and still be working in the business. Like I'm still, like I said, I still teach there once a week. Um, and it's just like, it's interesting to be in a business that you sold and you're still there and you're like, okay, like, oh, this is great. Like, oh, they had this really great idea. Damn. Why didn't I think of that? Or like, But on the flip side like oh I wouldn't do that this way or like whatever but I'm I like I feel like as long as I'm there I'm always gonna have this kind of like that mindset where I can't really fully disconnect from the fact that like I literally built the studio with some awesome people but like with my bare hands like Mm -hmm. carted in fiberglass showers from Home Depot and like put them in with my GC and like painted walls with like a team of 10 people and like my dad and my brother and like friends and family. Like, I don't know. I just, I can't quite disconnect from that. So bittersweet for sure. But I think until I decide to like leave teaching, I'm still always going to be like a little attached to it. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. It would be like, yeah, your baby. It's your baby. Yeah. And like all my friends and stuff still go there and like, it's wild. Like I've just met some of my very best friends through the studio who are gonna be in my life for the rest of my life. And it's so freaking cool. Like, so again, that place really, really, really like leveled up my my vibe and, and my whole purpose in life for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I was I don't know, because I live in the burbs, so I was so far away from all you guys. But then I heard yeah, that you've sold the studio and that you were like creating your own company. And I'm like, what? I'm so intrigued. That's so boss. Like, sorry, you hate that word. <laughs> That's
1: so oh, oh, no, I don't refer to somebody's boss, but like you can call me a boss. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I was like, what, how does even one go about that? Like, I know nothing. That's so cool. Like what happened? How did this come about? Has this always been in your mind? Like, tell me everything.
1: Um, well, so for, Aura nutrition, um, so I, it's not just my company. We have, um, a handful of partners, um, although like I'm kind of the face and, um, the VP of marketing and the co-founder. Um, but that opportunity actually came through, um, through my job at Hollyburn and, you know, someone just kind of connected the dots, planted the seed and, Um, that was way back when I was also fully in oxygen, like selling was on the horizon, but it was no, it was not tangible yet. And like fully enthralled in, um, obviously my career at Hollyburn. And then this other opportunity came up and I was just like, (sighs) it was more so when I was also like a yes person, like I was saying yes to everything, which also attributed to some serious burnout, um, But I said, and I'm so happy I said, yes, but I just was like, yep. And I'm totally into, to jump on this project. And, um, and so basically we just, it was a group of people and we said, well, we want to, we want to bring a, a nutrition line to, um, the West coast market and, uh, we want it to be different. So how are we going to do that? I'm like, okay. So one, one thing that I did notice is when it comes to like, so we're like, um, proteins. So like clean whey protein, vegan protein, um, uh, like sustainably sourced MCT powders, collagen boosted coffee creamers with MCT, uh, biotin. Um, what else do we have other pure collagens? Um, and we have so many other things coming down the pipeline. So we have, um, that side. And then we also have Um, a technological side. So one thing that we are, we just got a $50,000 grant from the government of Canada to actually um, start initiating research on wearable technology to um, help assess and judge the effectiveness of sports supplements. So just to give you an an example, um, so, you know, I'm a I I don't know, honestly, like I could just be a regular everyday athlete, AKA just going to spin and yoga, or you could be a NFL player, or you could be like a high level skier or whatever. And you're taking supplements to enhance your performance. Um, But like, how do you actually judge based on just how you feel if these supplements are supporting you? how do you know if you're taking like a pre-workout if it's actually um it's actually benefiting your cognitive function so not just like this energetic like wiring of your your cortisol spiking but actually like helping your effectiveness of focus of like um of how long your muscles can withstand like a certain strength um type workout and so you have um these glasses where you would wear them um before and after your workout so you would just do like a testing phase like you wouldn't wear them all the time but you'd like take a supplement um you would you would wear the glasses um and it would be able to track your eyesight and um the entire uh, i guess um the function of it would be to judge your supplements and judge what you're taking and how that's doing for your body so for example for myself um, I've actually cut back on the pre-workout, but like I was taking pre-workout before every single workout I was doing, um, for like two or three years. And I mean, I would really love to know if that pre-workout was actually benefiting my workout, not just giving me a boost of energy, but like, what was it doing to my body? What was it doing to my cognitive function? Um, and so we're bringing a technology to the market where you'll be able to test that. And so you'll be able to know, like if, what you're putting in your body is actually beneficial for your brain more so, um, and how it affects you, um, physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, yeah. So anyway, sorry, that was kind of like a long winded explanation, but so we have two sides to aura, um, which is kind of cool. And, uh, yeah, so got into it and, um, really quickly was like, okay, I have my job at Hollyburn. I have a new startup women's health and nutrition line, and I'm running my yoga studio and I'm teaching and just trying to be a good human overall. So that was like a major decision factor. I was like, something has to go. So that's when I was like, okay, oxygen has to go. I want to really focus on this brand. Um, and only a few months ago did we really we launched um, in the Vancouver market. And it's been like, the reception has been amazing like super, super cool. And I've never been involved in a product-based business. I've always been involved in service-based businesses. So this one's like a totally new realm for me. I'm learning so much as I go. And thank God there's an amazing team on my side and behind me as well, because like this one, I wouldn't have been able to do on my own. Like I could open another studio with my eyes closed and be like, yep, got it. But like this type of business, like just the amount of of like, yeah, things you have to go through for like a, a health, uh, or like a product that you consume is, is insane. So thankfully I got a team on my side, but it's fun. It's wow. so fun.
0: Cool. So tell me more about, um, tell me more about the company, like, or like, like, was it founded by people that live here? Are they American? Like, can you buy yeah. it or online or tell me yeah. about Yeah.
1: We're, we we're, um, our main founders were all from Vancouver. Um, we do have some partners um, that are linked um, into the Middle East, so like Dubai and some areas over there. So that's actually a really, that was actually a really, um, a really cool aspect for me because once we, um, we kind of prove the market here in the West Coast, we're gonna be going um, to distribution across seas. So, um, we have that tie in, which is cool. And then, um, yeah, I mean, our, we have an amazing team of females. So, um, like I said, the product is, um, I don't even know if I said this, but it's not made for female specifics, not to say like a, a, a male can't take it. Um, like there's nothing crazy in terms of ingredients, like hormonal this or that or whatever. It's just, um, there's. There are different ingredients that are specific for females, like a little lower protein content. Like you're not needing like 40 grams of protein per serving. Um, There's like zero fillers, zero added sugars. Um, It's just very, very clean ingredients. Um, A lot of gut health boosting um, ingredients and stuff as well. I mean, there's so much coming out on the link between brain health, gut health, hormonal health, all that stuff. So everyone needs healthy gut probiotics and gut flora. Um, But especially females, like there's so many females in my life right now that have like hormone issues and are trying to like navigate that entire thing. So like what I'm here to do is provide a holistic approach to nutrition that like, we're not trying to be like a meal replacement to like make you super skinny, or we're not trying to um, be like a protein to like jack you up for a competition. Um, we're really meant to complement your everyday female, like your everyday woman who is like waking up, hustling, going to class, maybe has a family coming home, making breakfast, going to the law firm where she works or, um, you know, sitting down and firing out a blog post because she's, you know, a, brand ambassador, entrepreneur doing this or that, like it's really meant to holistically complement your entire lifestyle. And so, um, yeah. And I think remove the, the like stigma that nutrition supplements are for people who are either trying to like lose weight, gain weight, cut, like whatever it's like, no, no, no. We need all of these little supplements and boosters just to combat like all like the pesticides and all the nutri- the nutrients that are stripped out of the foods that we're eating. Like we could be going and getting an awesome salad from a restaurant, but like nothing in it's organic. Um you know it has all this added crap. The dressing's full of this. It's like the actual like nutrient value of that meal is so much less than it was, you know, like 30, 40 years ago. So like we are having to take extra vitamins and supplements and all this stuff. And so that's what we're coming to do is just like fill that space to make sure that um, females are just getting everything they can to just be their freaking best. Like that, that is literally all it comes down to. So,
0: yeah. That's so cool. So cool. So you are in charge of the branding you said?
1: Yeah. Like, uh, so my title is um VP of Marketing. So um just like yeah, all anything you see like outward, so um any like the social media, um images, the design, logo, um, communication, blog posts, our ambassador program, um, yeah, anything that's like kind of outward facing, I touch everything there.
0: So cool. That's so sweet. So um, is the product made here in
1: Vancouver? So the other really cool thing is we actually built our own production facility. So we are in full control of, well, one, quality, which is huge, and two, the actual design and manufacturing of all of our products. So we like to really listen to the feedback of our clients. Like if they want X, product that uh that has like natural vanilla bean or whatever we can actually go and source like all the components of the product that's being asked for and we can manufacture it right in our facility so we're in Coquitlam um that's where our head office is and where our production facility is so yeah that's really neat to literally have it all under one roof um just because yeah we have like full control over everything and that's like one thing that Um, was really important to us was to be able to um, pivot when we receive feedback and to bring products to market that like people are asking for, not that we're just like, let's make this and throw it out there and see what happens. Mm. Like from our market research to our surveys, to even just like people asking questions through Instagram, it's like all received and we're like, okay, this is what's um, in demand right now. So like, let's do this. And we can just make it happen because we literally built our facility. So like, that's what I mean to say, oh my God, I could never build a production facility on my own. And like everything that goes into that, like the team is so freaking amazing. And like, um, so yeah, they take care of that logistics style stuff.
0: Yeah. Cause I was thinking like, holy crap. Like, yeah, for a product, I feel like it would take so many people to bring it together,
1: which it obviously does. Yeah. Yeah. Does that sound- Yeah. And I, I need to get you, like, I'm going to get you a bunch of samples. I'll send you a little like sample pack of everything so you can try it out and let me know what you think. And then,
0: Oh dude, if it tastes good, I'll, I'll, you'll have a freaking customer for life (laughs) as long as
1: it tastes good. Well, that was like one thing with our proteins is that when we are doing all our market research, especially with vegan protein, people are like, yeah, but like, I don't want to sacrifice taste and consistency of the product just because it's healthy like the chalkiness of it. Like sometimes people do want to mix a product on the go with water and like, have it not taste like crap. Like you're choking down something. So when we were going for a product testing, um, like we took a really long time to bring a product to market that we're like, okay, like this can't be chalky and we don't want it. We we are not going to add like sugar and fillers and all this crap to it to, um, to make sure we achieve that. Like we need to do this naturally. Um, and so it took like, a really long time and like, there's a lot of money spent behind that and everything, but that's one thing that people get. They're like, Oh my God, this tastes amazing. And like, it's not chalky or it's not like, I don't feel like I'm literally choking down something. And I'm like, hallelujah. Because that mm-hmm. was like our one, our one like goal bringing it to market was just like something that, well, something that we wanted to consume. Like I don't want to consume something daily that like, I don't enjoy <laughs> like yeah, taste like no, thank you,
0: yeah, yeah, sweet. that's good, okay, sweet, um and are you guys are you guys
1: like certified organic or whatever in quotes? Uh, we, yeah, actually, right now, we have none of our certifications, so that's um like we operate with uh like we're gluten free, but we can't claim to be gluten free. Um, just because we, yeah, like we, we haven't gone through all those certifications and processes and procedures. Like we are going to though, because we know that those, um, those labels are also really important, non-GMO, organic, gluten-free, um, even putting like vegan on, like you can't, even though our products, like for example, our MCT powder or our, um, our protein is vegan and you need to basically buy all of those symbols wow. and buy patients and go through the process. And, um, some of them are like 10 grand, like the certified organic, I think is 10,000. I think gluten free is like eight to 10. Um, and like for a startup business, like we just don't have like the funding to do that right off the bat. But once um, we gain traction with some sales and, um, we can start making some, a little more money. We'll definitely be investing in that, that side of it.
0: Cool, cool. Um, another question. Where are you guys in stores or is it just online right now?
1: The majority of our distribution is online, so direct to consumer, but we are in a handful of stores and we are, that's like our, our main focus right now. So definitely, we just did like a major um, B2B trade show in vancouver called chfa west and that was like all retailers coming through testing out the product and um basically looking to to bring it on as a new SKU in their stores so that was really really awesome we had tons of really great feedback from store owners store buyers um and the retailers themselves so we expect like in the next kind of like two to three months to be like a be able to be on as, I mean, obviously as many shelves as we can. Um, but yeah, so not a ton right now, but that's the, that's the main focus, but our online sales are like insane. Every day it's like ding, ding, ding. Like people are buying things. I'm like, Oh my God, this is so exciting. (laughs) That is so exciting.
0: Uh, And it's going to be even more exciting when I like go to like a store and it'll be there. Like,
1: Oh, that's
0: yeah. That's cool.
1: Friends, Yeah. Yeah idea like when it comes down to getting into a product-based business is I don't when I as I develop myself out um, in terms of business and how I I want to formulate my life like I don't want to be tied to like a brick and mortar business so that was like the one thing about the studio was I always kind of felt this like this like ball and chain of being like okay if i wanted to go and live here or do that like i can't like i literally physically can't because i have a 10-year lease tied to my name in Yelltown. like i can't i can't mess that up um so getting into like a product-based business for me as well was very appealing because um you know eventually i can go and work from anywhere for aura and um, you know, I can be somewhere tropical with product and doing product shoots and social media and communication, like, cause everything is, is either like online or retail focused and you don't actually have to be like somewhere specifically. So for me, that was like a huge, um, like I said, like selling point. I was like, you know what, this is how I want to transition my life to like a little bit more like nomadic business. Um, and so for me, it's a good few, a good first step where I am right now
0: that just sounds like the dream you're living the dream <laughs> <laughs> photo shoot on a tropical beach uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds so cool um, well, I'm,
1: like, I'm just literally like why not like why can't I have it why can't you have it why can't we all have it yeah like we, we literally can that's the thing mm-hmm. and so I'm just like eh, I'm just gonna create what I want <laughs> yeah
0: more people need to you know realize that like we are the creators of our own reality.
1: Oh God, hundred percent, hundred percent. And it's, it's hard. Like I get it. It's hard to get there, especially like when we're so conditioned to think and act a certain way, like we're brought up in a generation. I mean, in this, you know, kind of like 30 something age range where it's like, you know, you work hard, you have your Monday to Friday, nine to five, you start a family, you get a house and that's kind of like what you do. And that's how we've all like been brought up to think. And at, in the last like, kind of like two years, I'm literally breaking every single one of those, <laughs> those like, I don't know, just what people think. Like mm-hmm. the, you know, like when you say living the dream, I'm like, yeah, like even that to me is like it, the dream is, is all of our, it, it's all of our reality. Like, it's not a dream. It's literally like we can, everyone can do that. We just need to step out of what we think we're supposed to do because like the only people holding us back are ourselves. Like, honestly. Yeah.
0: It's cold, hard truth and it's a hard pill to swallow and it's like, shit, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> <Totally.
1: No. laughs> that, oh, you know, if we, we might put so much outward like pressure and blame on this and that, but at the end of the day oh gosh, just go inward. Look at it. Like, no, it's not my boss. It's not my rent. It's not like my lifestyle. It's like, not my parents. It's me. Like if I want to change, it's all up to you.
0: Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh. Powerful words there, girl.
1: Yeah, it's good. I mean, one thing too, I've been really trying to, um, to pull together because like I said, I kind of have this like city, like business but then I also have this like island hippie brain and they're always conflicting um but really like leaning into the three decision making um areas of the body so like your heart brain your mind brain and your gut brain Mm -hmm. and um like really trying to lean into like what the role that each play in life and I feel like we're we're all so like mind brain dominant um and we really and and we also confuse intuition and emotion so like decision making decisions from emotion and making decisions from intuition like I'm also trying to really differentiate what those feelings are um because I feel like a lot of us are in that like oh I'm doing this because I feel that so like in that emotion um like deciding kind of like Realm where we need to start like tapping back into like our heart and our gut and like what intuition really means. And so, anything I've been doing, I've been like, okay, let's go through these three things. Let's first listen to your heart. Like, what's your heart saying? Because your heart never lies. Like, your heart always comes from a place of joy and a place of love and a place of happiness, no matter what. That's like your heart's purpose in your body. And then your brain is meant to, at the end of the day, support the decision that your heart wants to make. So your brain is like that supporter and your gut, I just like to call it your gut check. Like your gut is actually kind of like the third decision making um, pillar to then be like, okay, heart, you want this, mind, this is how you're going to make it, gut, does this feel right? Um, And really get out of like the, I should do this because of that or I'm making that decision because of this. It's like, no, no, no. What does your heart want to do? And it's hard because your freaking brain wants to take over all the time and make the logical decision. But it's like, no, sorry, brain. You're going to take a backseat for a moment because like leading with your heart is like the only way you're going to find like pure joy and bliss throughout your entire life.
0: Yep true because if you're not following your heart like yeah, yeah. you're least following like what yeah exactly what you think you should do what society thinks you should do and then you just end up being freaking miserable and a shell of a human yeah really. <laughs> yeah um,
1: it's like yeah it's it's so it's like so small yet so profound and big right it's like just that little that little shift the little shift in listening to your heart and you are doing we- Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to, it's hard, right? Like decisions come through and, but you can't also kindness, right? You can't beat yourself up about a decision you make from your brain. Like you have to be kind to yourself and, and be like, okay, you know what? Maybe that decision was like ego focused, but that's fine. Recognize it. Know that that came from your ego. And then if you want to do something different next time, just change it. But like, I'm really also trying to get out of that, like that, like beating Myself up about decisions and like et- about everything where I live, what I eat, when I work out, what I did at work like, whatever. It's like, I was, I feel like I've been so hard on myself for so long. Now I'm just like, you know what? We good. Yeah. Like, like be in love with yourself.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. I actually,
1: so last night was I had my birthday party at my house and I have like all this, all these things around my house. I have like, crystals hanging from things. I have this thing in my bathroom, um, and it's a pasted to my mirror and it is four steps. So basically every night before you go to bed, you look at yourself in the mirror and you speak to yourself. Um, and you, and you basically, um, acknowledge like whatever you want, like something great from the day you look at yourself and you say like, Kate, I'm so proud of you for waking up early and going to spin class when you were really tired, like good for, and you actually like talk out loud and you look at yourself, then you forgive yourself for one thing. Um, and then you focus on one thing that you want um, just for like the day ahead or the week ahead, like short-term focuses. You talk um, to yourself, just kind of like a little pep to talk about what you want to focus on. And then you look at yourself directly in the eyes, you hold your gaze and you just say, I love you, Kate. And no matter how weird or uncomfortable it seems, like you just, and you just say it over and over and over again until you feel like you're good. And then I have this like vision board, actually it's behind me, but it's like all, it's like five specific things that I'm focusing on in my life right now. And so anyways, basically last night, again, living into just like being kind and being like, you know what, whatever you do, you girl, like I had all these people over and they're all like looking at my vision board. So I was like, should I take this down? Like, you know what? No, I'm not taking it down. It's like in my living room. People are going to the bathroom. I have this big, like, love thing, and there's all these crystals under it. And it's like, I started telling everyone, I'm like, did you guys see my the thing I talk to myself about every night in my bathroom? And people are like, yeah, it's pretty rad, actually. Like, I want to start doing that. I'm like, yeah, just tape it to your window and then, or your mirror, and then just like talk to yourself and tell yourself how much you love you. And it's so fun. Aww. And then we talking about the vision board and everything. And I just was like, yeah, man, like just like no, I don't know, like just got to live, live into yourself and like be so kind and just be you. And I was like beaming talking about it to people where I could have kind of come from a place of like, what are they going to think? Or like, are people going to judge what's on my vision board? But I was like, nah, doesn't matter what they say. Cause like, that's like, that's me. I'm doing me. So <laughs> that was it cool. was there were little talking points at the birthday between the dance parties yesterday. <laughs> uh, I see a little bit of it behind you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, so it's actually, um, so I did a, a, a full eight hour workshop on this vision board, a little bit unconventional. So I had like 30 images and you sit there um, and I actually did it with a coach and we, we sifted through all the, the images. And like, we talked about things like, where is this coming from? Is this coming from ego? Is this what you truly want? Like, what does that represent? Um, And then we boiled it down to five images that mean very specific things to me. And we laid them out on the board. So one can't essentially happen without the other. Like, it's like, instead of everything, just being on the board, just looking at it every day and being like, Oh, sweet. Like, how am I going to get all this? It was like, this happens first, then this, then this, then this, then this. And then over each image, we did a meditation. So we did an energetic charging meditation um, and visualization over each image. And what? And I won't get into that in full detail. I mean, we can talk about that another time. But like you also did, you trace the images and like, um, you know, the eternity symbol, like it's like the figure eight. So you trace the images with your eyes in all different patterns and you energetically charge the images. Um, And then, and then the whole point of it is like, if you ever have a negative, like when you're looking at your vision board, if you ever have a negative thought process. So if you look at, you know, one thing and you're like, how the hell am I going to get that? You immediately have now cut the energetic charge to the universe and you and your image so that actually that photo is now null. Like you have to go back and recharge it. And so the same thing when people are looking at it. So you actually have to, last time I was in my kitchen and I was like doing this thing with my hands. Like I was putting up this wall when people because I could hear people looking at it and talking about it. And it was all positive, but I can't let their opinion of my vision board penetrate like my energetic connection. So I just put up this proverbial wall just because I didn't want their thoughts to like, um, basically, uh, demagnetize the work I had done over my vision board. Um, and so I also chose not to write anything on it. People can write like by when's so, and I think by when's are great. Like when you're goal setting, like by when, if you don't have an action plan, how the hell are you going to get there? But for this one, I just was like, you know what? I'm not going to put any pressure on it. I'm going to put no by-wens, no, no like affirmations, nothing. It's just going to be the five images. And so that's what's behind me on my wall. And so I look at it every day. And um, sometimes I put my hands on it and I put my face on it. And I like do weird things. I don't know. I just do what calls calls to me in that moment. Like I sometimes put my forehead on the owl, which is like like at the end of the day like sharing like my gifts and purpose like that's like the fifth the fifth pillar of the five photos um and yeah it's so fun though I highly recommend like honestly if people don't have vision boards even if it's just one photo like on your fridge like you don't have to make it a big thing just like one thing that you want to just focus on and see like you have to like Oh my God, it's actually so cool. I'm going to take you there right now to my fridge. Oh, okay. I'm going to show you. um, I also have like this check from the universe. So it says, I don't know if you can see this, but it's from the Gratitude Bank of the Universe. (laughs) And it's paid to Kate Marshall um, in the uh, $10 million. Um, And yeah, it's like, I have this on my fridge. And so um, this is like, obviously again, like what I look at every single day. Um, and then like, I have a note from the universe that just says you are beautiful and like <laughs> there's, like random things all over my apartment. And I'm like, so it's always a reminder, but like, God damn, it's so good. Like having the consistent reminders everywhere. Like I, I, I highly recommend that people just start doing it even like I carry, I was telling my friend about this last night, like I always carry a hundred dollar bill in my wallet. Like I'm never without one because to me that symbolizes like wealth and freedom and, um, the ability that like I can do whatever I want when I want. And it's just a hundred dollar bill, but it's like always in my wallet. So I don't know. I just threw a bunch of like random stuff out there, but I just highly recommend for anyone listening to this, that like just start somewhere small like yeah i have all this crap all over my apartment but like even if it's just one little check like literally go get your checkbook and write yourself a check and put it on your fridge like that amount of like money or wealth and god everything's not about money or wealth i've really found that out in the last like 6 months of my life but like definitely i think having um, a certain amount of money in your bank account allows for financial freedom for you to do the things you want to do quicker. So you're always going to be able to do the things that you want to do, but like getting to them a little bit quicker, obviously having like a little bit of financial freedom or a lot of financial freedom helps you get there quicker, which that's like more the focus of the check and the wealth and the money, but
0: yeah. Mm Oh my gosh, little tidbits of info that's really good um, for people to hear. I like that because I'm on the same page with you. I got a couple of things. My vision board is a little messier Yo. than yours. I'm like, oh, that would make sense too. You're saying, like, when something you're looking on your vision board and you're like, shit, how am I going to do that? And then <laughs> I cry. So, how, if you have already done that, how do you
1: <laughs> re energize it? Like you were saying, you have to actually do the full meditation over it. You know what? I've never. I've never looked at my vision board and thought that, because I don't know. I just when I was when I was doing the seminar with the individual and they told me that I was like, well, I'm never going to look at it and think I can't have any of those things. So, um, to be honest, I've never actually had to charge it again because I'm just in full belief that like I deserve everything on it, and it will come to me soon it's just a matter of time and like I just got to keep the focus positive and 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 stay the course Mm -hmm. and not this like stress of time or where we should be or who or like what society thinks like put pressure on it like Mm -hmm. it'll happen what course did you do for that Um, I actually did it through, um, this individual, his name's Joseph. And I did this like crazy three day numerology seminar with him as well. And so this was like an offshoot, um, of what he did and his, oh my God, why am I blanking on what his company is called right now? It happened. (laughs) I think it's soul, soul vision awakening, I think from the free spirit center. Um, But if any, if like, if anyone messages you about it, I can, I can send it to you. So you have it, but it's pretty, um, it's pretty cool. Like it was, it was a different approach to making a vision board, right? Where you just put everything on. And so there's a lot to focus on where I love this idea of like the five very specific things. Um, And then when I, when one of them is achieved, I'll switch to the photo and I'll redo it. But it, for me, it just works because I get overwhelmed when I have too many things to do. I mean, don't we all, but like even looking at something where I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to achieve all these things? And even though those five things on my board are so profound for me in my life, it just, when I look at them, I have this sense of like calm and like beauty and just like pure, joyful energy come over me. Cause I'm like, yeah, like, girl, that is your life. And you are manifesting the shit out of that board every single day.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I, I, that sounds so interesting to me. I'm like, I'd love to do that because yeah, I, don't, I've did, I did this thing when I used to work at Lululemon, they like would find your strengths through so this book called The Strengths Finder. And instead of like, focusing on your weaknesses, you're like, what are your five strengths? and one of mine is futuristic, so I'm always, like, <laughs> like, in the stars, thinking about the future and stuff, and, like, yeah. yeah, positivity, so I'm just, like, give me the vision board all day long, like, I love dreaming about that stuff,
1: so. Um, that actually is, yeah, I, like, I love, I did finder StrengthsFinder, strengths finders working for Earl's way back in the day, so I, I love that, but that actually I didn't even know how I was going to segue into this, boom, but you just did it. So, <laughs> um, cause I just, I really wanted, I wanted to talk about how excited I am to be on this podcast. Um, because have you ever heard of human design? No. Oh. <laughs> well, what is that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Everyone meets, I, so one of my best friends, Janelle, um, she is becoming a human design expert. So, um like she has so much knowledge. It's insane. She's actually doing like human design readings for everyone on this retreat that we're going on with Mudran in two weeks. Um, and so the concept of human design is that, um, we are all essentially like, we're all obviously energetic beings in this, this world, this universe, society, like whatever you want to, you want to think like, There's no denying that we're all made of energy in where we, where we are. So, and each of us, um, has a specific like genetic energetic type that allows us to like flow into the world properly. Like we all have a way that we're supposed to ebb and flow with each other in order to make the world work essentially. So human design, um, there's like, I can't really get into it because it's frick. Oh my God. When you go down the rabbit hole online, I did your human design really quickly just to find out what you were. That's why I asked you all that weird information right before I came on. Um, But I'm going to give my, um, I'm going to give my experience with it. So um, there's five types of human design types in the world. Um, Manifestors, generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifesting generators. Mm -hmm. And each profile um or each design type has a specific profile and within those profiles like we have the most insane makeups like no two charts are well there might be one that's exactly the same but like there's so many factors in your human design chart of who you are meant to be in this world energetically it's so cool so I am a projector so um and you are a projector (laughs) so projectors um one of the biggest things I've learned is so I've and mine is very conflicting being an Aries because we're the leaders of the zodiac we're very headstrong we have to be like leaders of the pack always first always achieving we're also fire signs I'm also a dragon in the Chinese zodiac so between fire Aries and dragon like oh my god god help me yeah so I, look, I honestly have always lived my life as, like, go after it. Like, get it done at, at whatever cost, at the cost of your health, at the cost of your home, at the cost of your relationship. Like, whatever it is, just, like, make it happen because that's what you're meant to do. And that's how you, you're you meant to be. But that's wrong. That's wrong. That's This is what human design has taught me, is that I've kind of been living my life into, like, this energy of, like, go, 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 but always felt this resistance. And like people outwardly like, oh, whatever you manifest just comes to you. Like whatever you do, whatever you touch turns to gold. And like inside, I'm actually like dying. I'm like, oh my God, I know that that's what it looks like on the outside, but I feel like something is wrong. Like I feel like I'm always swimming upstream. So when I found out I was a projector, one of the main um things that projectors are meant to do in life is wait for the invitation. So like instead of outwardly like always forcing whether it's business or the relationship or anything, um, more so allowing yourself to be seen by society and then waiting for the invitation. And that can it doesn't have to be like a uh like a Invitation from someone literally inviting you to do something, although you did that to me. I'll explain that to you in a second. (laughs) (laughs) It could be like energetically, it could be the universe, it could be a sign where you're waiting for that thing to click, whether it's like seeing 1111 or whatever it is that is that sign to you. So I've been really living into my design and like just kind of taking a step back for the first time in my life and not like aggressively trying to go after things. Like, so for example, I was like, I want to be on Shannon's podcast so badly, but I'm not going to ask. Like I told myself this, like what, like, I don't know, maybe a few weeks before. And I was like, because like my design type is to wait for the invitation. And for this one, I just feel like if Shannon is ever ready for me to come on, she'll ask me. And (laughs) And so, and I, and I like manifested that and was just like, okay, great. Um, and then the morning I, whatever you DM'd me on Instagram and you asked me to come on and it was like a few days after I'd been thinking about it. And I was like, no, just like breathe, just wait. And it just, it felt right versus me asking you. And there was nothing wrong with me asking you, but to me it felt so right, just like Allowing the natural flow and like leaning into my human design in, in that respect. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'm gonna send you a little screenshot of yours so you can kind of look up after. And there's also these profiles. So there's there's conscious profiles and subconscious profiles. So I'm a six two, um, which means I'm a role model consciously, but I'm a hermit subconsciously. <laughs> Very contrasting because outwardly like what people see when they look at me is they see like this role model this outspoken like individual that is like that is meant to lead that is meant to shine and like and I know that that's my purpose outwardly but learning that my subconscious profile is the hermit so I need to be alone like I need that self-reflection I need that time um is right now allowing me to like propel my productivity is allowing me to like super speed, like into the next portion of my life where, you know, when I just talked to you about, you know, that rewind two years ago, there was zero hermit. Like I was role model all the time. And I, I felt like dead inside. Like I felt like things were not okay. And I, how was I going to get out of this? Like dark times, like Mm -hmm. I would just come home and like cry and feel like I literally felt like I was so empty. I had no emotions. Like I was a zombie and I was not living into like now what I know about myself to function energetically in the world. So it's so, so, so cool. So anyways, I did, yeah, I did your human design. You're also a projector and, um, Oh, actually did I write it down? Your profile is a five three i think or three five shit no i definitely wrote it down okay uh, and what she is um oh three five uh Mm -hmm. yeah martyr and the heretic so i don't know a ton about you yet just because i haven't really read up on it i'm a what (laughs) you're so you're like outward is like a martyr and your inward is a heretic so i'm gonna send it to you after so you can take a look at it Mm -hmm. Um, again i wish i could like speak to it more um, educated right now, but I literally looked at it two minutes before the podcast. Um, but my main thing with sharing this is I hope that the people that are listening, if you've never heard of human design before, um, just take a look, like read up on it, actually have a little definition here. Um, it basically says it shows each of us that we have a unique design and a specific purpose to fulfill while we're on earth. There are endless possibilities of individual uniquenesses that lie within our genetic matrix. Um, There are obviously millions of beings, yet each of us has a specific and unique human design configuration with a clear strategy that effortlessly aligns us to our uniqueness. So the whole purpose is like living into like your effortless purpose in life where things shouldn't feel hard. Like things shouldn't feel like, why me? Like, why isn't this working for me? Like, why have I been doing this strategy or that strategy? But it's like leaning into your energetic genetic makeup in the world and how you're supposed to flow. So also like things with business, like this is interesting for me because um, like when I learned about human design, I wanted to find out with aura, what's everyone's human design? Because if we were... All projectors, like we we gotta hire some generators. We gotta hire some manifestors, because like we're all coming from like that's like for us to work well together. Like we're all coming from that same design type, which isn't again necessarily a bad thing, but for like the perfect synergistic flow of the universe, everyone needs to exist. Mm. So like in a business makeup, it's like oh, ideally you have one of each type, and. And you are like ebbing and flowing with each other's energy and like each other's purpose without even knowing it, which is like, so freaking cool to me. That is cool. Yeah. I did it for my family. Like, again, knowing like, okay, now I know how to like, operate with that person. Now I know how I should show up. And just one more example is, I've always like, liked to give I always liked to give health advice or um, direction to, like, my mom or my dad or whoever um, in my family. And I always felt resistance. Like, if I was talking about healthy eating or yoga or something, like, I like, always felt so much resistance and that people were like, Kate, I don't want to hear any of your, like, woo-woo health BS, like, su- like subconsciously. Yeah. So the decision to no longer outwardly give advice to no longer, like, unless it was or like, unless it was asked of me, I was not going to give my opinion, not even going to comment. The minute I changed to the waiting to the invitation, like, oh my God, like my dad reached out to me and was like, I'm finally ready to like make this switch with my health can you please help me? And our relationship with health and him and life has been insanely wildly loving and productive. Where for 30 years of my life, I felt like it was like, you know, rock place. Same like with my brother, I had an experience like, it's really, really cool. So Um, also if anyone is interested in getting like their human design chart read, not me just like talking about things that I don't really know, find a professional to do it. Um, like my, honestly, like my, my bestie Janelle, um, she has a, an amazing business called Feel Goods. Um, she literally does like in home human design readings and she's changed my life. So, um, I'll have to get her to hook you up with one too. She, oh my God, you know what? You, no, no, no. You just need her to come on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like talk about everyone's human design. She will literally change like lives oh in an God. hour.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Done. Uh, <laughs> Where are you at? Janelle. She lives in a little village. I could yell at her from that.
0: <laughs> so cool,
1: dude. Well, now, now knowing that you're a projector. Um, and that your purpose is also to wait for the invitation from people. So maybe just like think about that a little bit, um, and like how you could maybe test out the theory, right? So I'm not saying like oh, this is what you need to do. This is what's going to be best for you. But like I encourage you to like re- research, learn, and then like test the waters with a few things, and like just kind of see what happens.
0: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kate, you have said so many good things on this podcast. I don't even know how long it was. But I didn't care. It was so good. <laughs> and it was so good to like talk to you and like hear what you're up to and you're like changing the
1: world and I'm like oh call you a friend and that I know you (laughs) thank you well so are you like I just always you know I always whether you're sharing like opinions on like veganism or health or helping people reach their goals like I've always noticed that about you like you're always like helping people and I think that that's really admirable that like living into that life of just like continuous service is just so beautiful and inspirational. And like, I think we can all take a page out of the book of like Shannon Peters from just like learning from living from a place of service, taking control of our lives and just like sharing your gifts with people. Cause I think that's the purpose to life. (laughs) Just sharing with people and just being like, the best you can to like enrich the lives of others. And then like, Oh my God, how amazing is that to like be able to say that you were here and you impacted people in a positive way. Right. Your legacy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Where can like everybody find you and stalk you, pimp yourself out, please. Oh, you're an
1: angel. Um, well my instagram is kate is great kate (laughs) is dot great and there's an eight in there um i'm sure they can just like search up your podcast and we follow each other so sweet um and then yeah i mean checking out at your aura nutrition would be huge um just following that journey because like i said we're in the inception stages of kind of these like these physical products whether it's like the technology or you know the nutrition stuff but I definitely have like a vision with that brand that is way larger than like I can even articulate right now just again like supporting people's life purpose like I feel like there's so many offshoots and I have so many ideas where that's just what I'm here to do so whether it's through that brand or like my own thing as I develop it over this year um, yeah i just like i i don't know i feel like there's so much more coming and i just i definitely want to talk to you again in like six months and see where we're both at and especially like with this human design stuff like get your feedback but um yeah i don't know i'm always like bad at like talk like trying to get people to follow me or whatever like if they want to find me amazing um and like you can always like DM me, like, I'll give you my number. We can go for coffee and like hang out and we can do yoga together. Like the more people that I can just like bring into my life and that we can just teach each other. Like, oh, it's amazing. We were talking about it a lot last night, actually. Making friends as adults is so fun. It's so fun because you get to like really like pick and choose the people that like you really want to become friends with and you want to learn it's not like about the like the quantity of friends you have right it's like the quality of the individuals that you're inviting into your life and so um i'm like all about quality peeps hit me up let's become besties and then yeah that's all <laughs> <laughs> and that's all my job bye <laughs> i
0: dropped okay bye been so great Kate thank you for taking time coming on the
1: podcast you're so welcome
0: yeah yeah that was so fun thanks for listening to today's episode you guys if you have questions feel free to email me at shannonpetersfitness.com or find me at queen namaste on instagram www.queennamaste.com and if you want to be on the podcast reach out if you know someone reach out And if you listen this long, would you mind leaving a review for this episode or this podcast or subscribe? You are amazing. Thank you so much. I love you and I will see you next week.